Hey guys, so welcome back to this brand new episode of JL's podcast. I had an awesome privilege of chatting to one of my co-workers about um, a little bit of her life and her story. Her name is Ivana. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I got a lot out of it. And um, just a little bit about um, this background. We work together. So we work with a lot of at-risk young people. Um, who are disengaged from um, from from high school for one reason or the other, and so um, having worked with Ivana for probably the better part of about four and a half years now, um, we have gone through quite a lot together. We're part of a team of um, of four people now. Now is um, all the way up to five, so. Been through a lot, seen a lot of things happen, seen a lot of changes, and um, you know, part of working with people who are um, what would be sometimes high risk um, is that you you really get to know your teammates um, really well and the people that um, you're doing this this work with. And so, one of the things that I've been uh, that I've seen. Um, her go through is a quite a massive shift in um, in in becoming more and more of who she is, and so uh, this is actually the first part of a conversation that's going to be ongoing and leading towards this um, this real fresh and sort of unique idea and ministry that comes out of her called Hope Defines Her, which. This is really just the background of, and so I hope you enjoy this conversation. It's gonna put a lot of light to the later conversation. So it's a, it's a two-part. Have a listen. Hope it it, it encourages you because there's quite a lot of uh, really good and key things that are actually discussed in these uh, in this two-part episode. And um, be on the lookout for more of these to happen. The music you're hearing in the background is from my friend Elise. I'm going to link her down below as well. Um, she's just an incredible keys and piano player. Um, yeah, but apart from that, without further ado, let's jump straight into the podcasting conversation with Ivana. Because yeah. I remember, I think, that when... We started working together. Uh, you know, definitely say you weren't as free to be yourself as you are now. Um, and you sort of like, well, I've seen your journey personally of you becoming yourself more. Perhaps maybe in this past four or five years, yeah. the most intensive uh, then, well... I mean, you've had some really yeah. intense moments in the past, but I think it's probably the most, it feels like it's been the most continual, like, long period of time, and you're just growing and growing and growing into the person that you uh, are meant to become, yeah. sort of period. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but that that's what it seemed like. And so when I met you, I would say, yeah, you definitely had, um, parts of you that you hid, 
a lot, good part of you. Um, I don't know if you thought of yourself as intelligent. No. Because uh, I thought you're probably one of, well, I still think you're still one of the smartest people I know. Mm. Um, and, and I've told you this, so don't no. make it a surprise. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not a surprise currently, <laughs> but when you first said it, I think I was like, shut the front door. Like, mm. you think I'm an idiot, right? Because I do such naughty stuff at work. But you said that. You looked at me straight in the eye and you're like, you're the most, like, one of the most intelligent people I know. You said so, like, seriously. I just looked at you and I was like, I stopped and I was like, shut up, Abada. This is telling the truth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. So when, first time I heard I was intelligent, I was 25. Once. Right. By a lecturer at Bible College. Wow. That's it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the next time I was you. I've been told I was stupid or treated that I was stupid mm. my whole life. So I just went with it. I was like, okay, cool. I'll be funny then. Hmm. And that's weird because, to me, it didn't um, it didn't make sense that somebody who's so good with people, and I didn't even know you thought that. Right? I didn't even know you thought that. That I thought what? That I was good with people. I told you you're great with people. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me that somebody who's so good with people. Um. Wasn't as free to be themselves. But I suppose that's where making assumptions. I suppose that's you know that's what they get us. And so you know, so you've been on this journey of trying to find yourself. So tell us a bit about that. That's an interesting journey. eh? Like every time you think it's like, do you need a cushion? Are you alright? No, I'm good. I'm I'm just more concerned at the time. I'm just like, oh, am I taking up too much time? I'm so like. It's fine. Like I told you, we could do a two part. Oh, awesome! Awesome. I'll be honest with you, like. That testament I gave you was like literally just the first part. There's this whole other side that I'm not saying because um, it's to protect the people that are in it because I yeah, love them so much. Yeah. And that's, that's another part. Um, how do I, the journey to find myself is, this is how it started. It started with I was sick of myself. So I hit a really low point um, in 2014. And it took like every sad story, it took a, a broken heart. Um, before then, I don't think I ever had my heart broken. Like, I, I think I had a constant break. It was just like, it was just broken by dad, you know, and other people. Um, but not romantically. That was something that was like, I was really like sheltered from. Cause I just never went there. I was like, it's either going to happen or it's not. Mm-hmm. And if it was going to happen, I was, I thought in my head, there was a chronology. Oh yeah. So like Christian world is girl, meet boy, we get married. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. But when girl meets boy, you go on a couple of dates they go, nah, I don't want each other. That never happens, right? So I got my heart broken and, you know, I was like, oh, my God, it's so sad. Get me some more tissues. Um, but what happened in that sphere was you don't know what to do with it. Like, as people yeah. look at that pain, we're like, oh, my God, I have this cut. Yeah. We have this cut. And it rots. And you're like, ah, and you just yeah. get a bit feral. Yeah. So you go into yourself. So what for me was my, my, my eating disorder was something that never went away. No matter how amazing I was with God or how awesome I am as a speaker or whatever it was. And I don't think I'm an awesome speaker. I just, I just know, I just love it, but I just do it sometimes. I haven't done it for a while because of stuff. Anyway, so I, this is where I hit rock bottom. I was like, okay, so I'm doing this stuff and I'm going nowhere because I'm still chained to this one thing, which is my eating disorder. I was just like, this is so annoying. Mm. And I'd be like fixated, deflecting, you know, with, oh yeah, it's because he's this boy and I've broken up and not broken up, but we never even went out. We went out a few times, but I was so disappointed with that. Disappointment does kill you. 
Anyway, so I was like, what do I do? And then all I could say was I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because I've been doing this for so long. It's like, oh, it's like when you carry something for ages. Yeah. At first you're like, it's easy. After a while you're like, I'm actually numb. And then after a while you're just like, this is tiring. So what I did was I, um, I spoke up. I said something. I was like, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And I called up my pastor at the time and I said, look, I don't know what to do. Like I've got this eating disorder and I can't get rid of it and nothing helps. Mm-hmm. She said, I said, what should I do? And she goes, I think you should talk to Leanne Stewart. And I said, okay. I don't know. I just, it's funny. I didn't really know Leanne at the time because I just knew she was like this unicorn that I wanted to know. <laughs> she was this beautiful unicorn in the front of the church. And I was like, oh my God, who is this lady? Everyone says she's amazing. I want, I want to, I want a bit of that. Mm. You know, I knew there was wisdom there. And so yeah. um, I always wanted to meet her. And then one day I just called, I don't know how I got hold of her number, but I got hold of her and said, hey, I need, I need help. And so I, I rock up to her house. I knew. I just knew how I was living. My life was just not going out. I was like, oh, man. So I went to, her, went to her house, and I had nothing good to say. And I'm a well-spoken person. And or anything that came, I was just like, really? I have tears. And this is all I said. I want to live. Yeah. I want to live. And that was my starting point. Because I got to the end of myself. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I know I'm doing stuff, and I'm stuck in this. So after that, I, um, yeah. On the whole self-discovery, you started off with mentoring. It started with going, well, I don't really know what I'm talking about type thing. Like, I'm not sure about this. I want to know more. I want to live better. And then, yeah, just got mentoring. Um, she mentored me pretty intensely at times. She pretty much, um, yeah, she, I mean, she's she's definitely not God, but she's definitely in the hand of God. Like, yeah. she, she, she just called me out my crap, but no one else did. Because she saw me. She saw me. She was just like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. So having this mentor, I think having a mentor, if you can, it's not like a, having a lolly, like, oh, yeah, that lolly's so good. Or it's not like, um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, someone has the newest iPhone, so let's all get that. Like, it's not like that. Like, I think it's it's different, and it's not like that. It's not like, oh, I have to go get it. Don't go for my podcast. I'm like, oh, we have to get mentors. Um, no, it's, it's different. Get a lolly instead. Get a lolly instead. <laughs> go get a lolly instead. Like, don't get a mentor because they're so disappointing. I think they're, like, the dumbest lollies. They don't oh, really? taste that good. Yeah, okay. Mentos are stupid. Like, okay. They're so easy. I would never marry a Mentos. <laughs> I just wouldn't marry a Mentos. It's like. Just, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have to. I hate a Mentos. I hate Mentos. I don't think it's disgusting. I just think it's stupid. Like, okay. it's hard shell, goob in the middle. <laughs> it's not really a lolly. It's not really a mint. It doesn't wow. clean your breath. It doesn't satisfy your sugar cravings. I eat it if I'm desperate. It's definitely in – they have it in every single new church bag. Right? New person's church bag, bloody Mentos in there. And I'm like, oh, Mentos. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. This tangent of Mentos. I hate Mentos. Anyway. So Mentos. Oh, my God. Mentors. Mentors. Um, I got a mentor and I kind of was just like, yeah, let's do this. And I I think I, I think she gave it her all. I don't think that's why it's successful. She gave it her all. I don't know if I gave it my all. I was more like just flat in the ground, like I'm stuffed. Mm. My heart's broken. What do you do with it? And from that point onwards, in that journey, there's layers. She said to me, there's layers. That's mm. like, you're like an onion. I know it sounds like it's every Christian message. but It sounds like you. Shrek. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I get the Bible Shrek mixed up. <laughs> I'm a very good, very good. Anyway, so layers. Anyway, layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. And, layers. and every time, you know, I, my agenda was, uh, if I can get married, mm. that means I'm fine. Because every Christian girl was always like, 
you know what? Like when I found God, I found my husband. And I was like, but I am finding God. Mm. And I don't have a husband. There's something yeah. incredibly wrong with me. Wow. And you don't want to be super desperate. Like I had one of my male friends say to me, oh, he actually just so ruined me, eh? I don't think he meant it. But he was like, oh, like don't like every time you say hello to a guy, don't rock up in your wedding dress. And I was like, bro, I'm like so insecure as if. Like I'll be like, no. If I like someone, I'm just like, I don't like you. <laughs> Do you like me so much? Um, <laughs> that's not me. So I was like, what are you talking about? Anyway, so I think yeah. have all these like sections, but I'm kind of like, a, I'm a blurrer. I'm yeah, a blurrer. that's fine. Anyway, so what it was, I, yeah, I had layers. And I was like, my whole, I'll be honest with you, my whole thing was like, okay, if I get married, fine, I'll sort of some of this crap. And then I know God loves me because that's the whole purpose, right? Mm. Um, no, I had to find myself and I had to find myself well. But God found me, actually, let's be honest. Yeah. I don't want to give a credit for that. Yeah. Um, that journey was four years of intense. Like, my mentoring was, like, originally it was, like, you know, twice a week. Then it was, like, once a week. Yeah, wow. But in that time, it wasn't just about going to a mentor. I had to make decisions, though. You have to make choices. Well, you made a lot of changes um, in, these, in these last years. Like, um, pretty insane. Can I ask? Yeah. I love, I love reflection. How has it been on the sidelines watching Obama Lamb show? I mean, I know I'm not the sole <laughs> protagonist. I'm not the sole protagonist. I know that. But let's just have a moment where the world does revolve around Obama because I am on the main microphone, I'd like to say. <laughs> I'm the main puppet right now. But what has it been like being on the sidelines of the Obama Lamb show? I mean, I know you have your own show as well as this show is yours. But um, from your perspective, I really, really, I really value people's observations because for me, I've just been like, I was so fixated on the line that I wanted to live. Right. And if it didn't feel like I was living, even though I like, you know, I was like, oh, maybe it's just to get a husband. That's what you it's, it's called marriage to get to live, you know? No. But yeah, so that's what drove me. But what did it look like from the sidelines? Uh, I think that, what is it? Yeah, when, when, I would say the most amount of time that we've spent together has yeah. been at work. In the van. So, and in the van. Like those really long traffic One rides. hour driving to a meeting. Anyway, so. <clears throat> even your worst, it's more than an hour. Um, so, yeah, I'd say during that, it's been sort of this process of um, I had to, I had to learn to see, you know, and it wasn't just, it's not just for my students, but I had to learn to see, like, who who are people. Yeah. So the way my head works is that I I like to work out who people are beneath all the smoke screen. Because that that's, so who, that, that's that who matters. Was, sorry, that, that was the most annoying thing ever. I was like, I am a smoke screen. What are you doing to yeah. me? That's what I yeah. thought. Like. <laughs> To that time in this whole journey, I was like, I am the smoke screen. Everyone gets so distracted by this, the smoke yeah. screen that no one bothers with yeah. underneath. And then you did this one person called Jean Luc, which is like, nah. And I was like, I've got no tricks left. Yeah. I've used them all. And yeah. you're like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, yeah, it's like, I would say that I, um, this is what I found that I found really hard is that other people remember. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff like 
sometimes even the tensions that we've had. Yeah. Uh, but I find that I don't remember a lot of that <laughs> just because I'm just convenient. like... convenient! Uh, okay, so it's weird because I'm sure we had points of tension. Yes, we have, But um, to me, it's like the stuff that I remember yeah. was... I remember all those mornings where you came in straight from the gym. Yeah. I remember all those days where you had like your five you know, containers of lunch and it's like freaking, what, is, what was it? So like so many times you brought in lunch and I'm just like, that stinks. It absolutely <laughs> stinks. Yeah. But I knew yeah. like that was like yeah, you, yeah. You, you did that for a reason. It's because it's part of you learning to, learning to get stuff under control so that yeah. you can be your best self. Yeah. Um, so on the side show, I'll, I'll, on the side, you know, yeah. I would say I saw a lot of hard work. I saw a lot of dedication. I still see that. Um, and I think maybe one of the biggest things that I would say that I saw was you actually starting to care about yourself um, because Maybe I don't know. Maybe you just realize that hey, Ivana needs to take care of Ivana because it just seems as if there's not a lot of people that are willing to do that, um, and there's more people trying to take advantage of rather than actually care for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I guess I had one. Uh, I was maybe I was in the middle of developing a philosophy of. I'd rather people be themselves and I don't need anything from anybody. And if they're not themselves, then, you know, like what are they doing wasting time being someone else? So, you know, I mean, I would say I probably made you feel uncomfortable a lot of the time because... You challenged me. Yeah, sure. because I, I, I sort of had this sense of like you're either going to be your real self or we're just not going to interact. Um, in the same room, at a little room. In the same lineup. room. Oh. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it was it was that or nothing else. So, on the sidelines, I just saw you work hard, and it wasn't a you're trying to earn somebody else's um, approval. Uh, you know, yet another person's approval, that kind of thing. It was just like, you know what? No, this is me. This is what I want. Um, and you you've just been growing into that more and more doing things that you want, not other things that other people are suggesting that would be a good idea, or even though you're easily excitable. Yeah, um, including husbands, guys. He's, in, he's not just talking about a salad over a donut. He's talking <laughs> literally about husbands as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have to go that way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I'd say you, you've really embodied courage and determination this past however many years I've seen you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you are a testament of hard work. Thank you. Yeah. So that's the sideline commentary. <laughs> the sideline. From my perspective, um, what Jean-Luc, I mean, he's not like this huge chess face in my life, but he did, he was some instrumental person. Because I, what I learned with my journey with like working with my mentor and her challenging me and her encouraging me and her, the thing for someone like me with smoke screen and tricks and people were very happy to take. No one was that willing to give, and I didn't expect it. That's the problem. I didn't expect it. I remember I had a friend of mine called, not not Sunny Shen, but um, another Sunny, and she's an amazing person, 
And she said to me, she said she had this vision for me and I, at the time, was hoping her husband was in a box, but the, I wasn't sure. That was my end game at the time. Not Avengers Endgame, guys. We have other Endgames. What happened was she said she saw me in a room full of gifts and presents and, you know, I hadn't opened them. And, you know, it's funny, like, I would say when you were saying how, like, Ivana was Sunday by herself, I think that's how I lived my life was the fact that I had a room full of unopened gifts. Mm. And it's really weird because physically there are actually gifts that I haven't even touched because I, I'm waiting for another day. Mm. They have, like, dust on them, like wow. hard dust. And it's been strange. Like, I've been opening my presents lately, and, and they're from years ago, and, and, and it's crazy. And even in my life, I love how God works in the layers. Like, it's a physical, it's a spiritual, it's a mental. It's so it's so cool. And Anyway, so I, yeah, yeah, so from what you were saying, I was like, I remember, yeah, you just, you're just this annoying, um, just determined person to just be like, I'm just not, I just don't care. Like, I'm not going to say anything until you're willing to have a real conversation with me. And I'm like, but I'm really good at charming people and I'm not able to charm this person. I just took it as a challenge. The more I pushed and I realized that pushing the way that was not truthful wasn't going to work for me. But then tr- pushing in a way of trying to be truthful but not having a true heart behind it, you can still read behind that, which was yeah. really frustrating. Yeah. And you never explained to me the game that you're playing. <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to win this game, but why can't I win it? And you'd be like, I'm not telling the rules. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to figure it out. <laughs> um, and you're like, there is no game. I'm just waiting for you to figure it out. Uh-huh. Right? So I think for me, what you were with my life um, – was you were just part of a really big story mm-hmm. um, of what I was on about finding myself. And yeah. it was one of the ones where I remember knowing there was this moment, right? You would do it all the time. And then I would get tired of myself and I would look at you and I would blurt out the truth. And you looked at me and you never swayed. You never swayed. I don't know that word is, but you just never moved. You were just like, you looked at me and you're like, okay. I think I started to learn from that perspective that this person probably values honesty more than anything else. Therefore, build this, you know, the massive verbal diary. I felt like, I don't know whether you were just stuck because you're in the corner of the room, you couldn't actually move because I stood in front of you, or the fact that you stayed because I was being honest. I wasn't sure. I was like, am I just, like, hindering me or am I actually talking to you? But I started to, I think that's where it started. Like, I would just have this big truth bomb. So I'd be like, I'm done. And then you stood sat there and I was like, well, he's not moving. And you give me this most sincere eyes. Like you have the coldest eyes and the most sincere eyes. It's so <laughs> annoying. Like you look at me and you're like, you're death. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Or you would look at me and I'm like, I, I want to tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. It's like the eyes of a, I don't know, a wizard, whatever that is. I've been called a wizard today. You love it. Before. Love it. It's like being like, <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. And I'm like, okay. Um, what happened was I think that's what you did. And so for me, yeah, I think it was an interesting journey. I think my favorite moment with you was definitely besides you calling me intelligent, saying nice things. No, I'm, I love those moments, of course. Um, was when I was absolutely devastated about some guy thing, and I, um, I didn't say anything, but I like locked myself in my transition room, and you were like, you broke in, and I was uh, like, right, I was sold out. Yeah. After that, I was like, no matter how angry I get you, because we do have tensions, we're very different. Yeah. yeah. See, we can actually really, like, really cringe each other. Like, yeah. I think we've got the type of personalities where you scratch a blackboard. Like, so, and then what happens is our annoyances build up and then, like, we just, like, 
get so angry. Like, I'll get so angry at you and they'll act out and you just, like, deliberately ignore it and then get, like, you're, like, quietly annoyed at me and then I know and then I'm like, ah. Well, it's crazy, though. Even though that was always in the background. I'm honest. I know that we had tensions. I tried singing that Black and Yellow song. You didn't want to borrow that. So yeah. I took that as an indicator that we're not going to go that way. No. Was that Black and Yellow? No. Yeah. The song's not happening, Lana. Um, was the fact that you broke in. I was like, Ivana doesn't like to show her darkest place because Ivana likes to be a shiny little princess all the time. Mm-hmm. And if she's not a shiny little princess, there's no worth in that because mm-hmm. I can't do anything for you. You broke in and it was really annoying. You got up my grill and you're like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? And I was like, damn it. You can't, can't fight someone that goes, I'm going to break in. Like you actually broke in. Like you broke into that room. I locked the door. There's no windows. Mm-hmm. Called your way in. So, yeah, so I guess from that, your my perspective of you was I was like, boy, you drive me mad. And oh, sometimes I'm just like, sure, I'm like, you're so stubborn. I'll be honest, that, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, but I never doubt you when it comes to being genuine, ever. Mm. When you say something, I'm like, okay. Not because you're this all-powerful wizard that has power over me. A wizard. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally because I, I, I kind of like, I think when you get to know yourself, you know what is truthful. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I suppose that that's, you know, part of, Part of this whole journey as well, even for me, has been that, um, has been to learn to handle, not handle, but to learn to face the sides of people that they think no one else wants to see. Um, Because we're not always all wanting to see people's real selves. So... Um, I mean, it's not just you, it's just that, you know, everybody's wearing a mask, they're putting up a front all the time. But to be your true self, your real self, I think it does need to, it does take people who really um, are there for you and are going to be there for you, um, who are going to be able to see you for who you really are and no smoke screens and all that. Yeah. 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 That's what I was, an actual smoke screen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're so funny, so I say that it, it, it takes time, it takes commitment, and it does take determination. Because I've said to myself, I made a promise that I wanted to live, and anything that wasn't congruent to that was me not actually doing what I wanted mm. to do. Mm. And that's why with all the containers and all that sheer commitment, like wintertime, like you're frozen solid. Like yeah. I'm not like, you know, jumping out of bed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm happy to like. Like I said, spring roll on my on my story. Like I was like stuck a spring roll. I couldn't yeah. really get out. But yeah, literally. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, spring roll. But yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Yeah. We're gonna end the episode there today. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, there's a lot more. Yes, there is. I think this will be a three part instead of two part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's really cool. Really good listening to you and talk. I think you have a lot to say. And you have a lot. Yes, I do. A lot of good stuff to say that people need to hear. Um, so I look forward to the next one. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you.
watching as the time goes by looking for a glimpse into your eyes my mind is changing and i'm seeing things clear i'm seeing your face clear i was traveling through the eye on a storm i have been there many years before now i'm swimming in an ocean of your love i want to be in love right now i want to change my life into something that The world has never seen You are all things You do all things well You still love me Although I always seem to fail And I can't explain what i've come to know in you i've simply come to know you and right now i want to change my life into something that the world has never seen i know how i'm going to change my life Through the time I spent holding on to you Through the time I This love I can't pay back what you've already done but I'll live for you and make you smile I'll make you smile Oh and right now I want to change my life into something that the world has never seen I know how I'm gonna change my life through the time I spent holding on to you and right now I want to change my life into something that the world has never seen I know how I'm gonna change my life through the time I spent holding on to you Through the time I spend holding on to you Through the time I spend